to Live from Lake Balfour Podcast. I'm Maddie Wasserman. Thank you guys so much for joining us for our debut episode of Summer 2022. We are pumped to be back. We have the first intercamp in almost three years to going on tomorrow night, Friday. Baco's 15-year-old basketball team will be heading to Brant Lake for the first night game of the summer, six days into camp. And we are pumped to be back talking about it for the first episode of Summer 2022. Joining me today, the head coach of the team tomorrow night, Danny Silver, and two of those top players, Grant Siegel and Jordan Hidell. Guys, pumped to be back. How you guys all doing? Doing great. I think uh, the most important thing is we are back in camp. Intercamp's back. Two guys sitting next to me have waited a long time for an opportunity like this, and here we are. Camp's going great, and they have the chance, finally. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, like we're excited for this, and like we're gonna show them what we're about. Yeah, we're uh, been waiting a long time for this, and we're super excited, putting a lot of work, and we're ready. So it's 15s now, but obviously, Danny, you mentioned three years. It's been a really long time. 2019 was the last time you guys had intercamps. And your age group specifically was one of the most dominant basketball age groups we've seen in a long time. Some of you guys had success playing year up, too, with the older age group. But you guys saw success, obviously, playing basketball and above you. But it's been so long. You guys obviously got to be excited to finally finally get back to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it means a lot, you know, like, it sucked, like, especially missing that whole year, and then, I mean, last year, like, the Hill versus, uh, yeah, that was all fun, but, like, this is, like, this is, like, real. Yeah, to, like, add on, it was, we missed that whole year. Before those two years, we won both tournaments, so to be back here, we want to keep that same, the same way going and just keep winning. Yeah, and getting back tomorrow night to Brant Lake. Have you guys been there before? Been to the played on the big court? Yeah, we both were there. Uh, during we played up a year in the last summer of intercamps, twenty nineteen, and we played during the toilet paper game in thirteens. We lost, but it's it's a great experience always. I'm excited to see these guys get out there because I think the last time they played intercamp, they were probably half the size that they are now. These two guys sitting next to me are tall and chiseled and strong and both have played high school ball you know years of high school ball since they last stepped on an intercamp court um and for them to finally get this chance and honestly for camp to finally get this chance after a long wait is really the cool thing i mean obviously we want to go there and win and show well but i think the fact that we're back is the most important thing um and we're off to a great start i mean it feels like we've been here for like a hundred years already yeah. but yeah you know, the great thing is these guys, a lot of them have known each other and played together for so long. So the learning curve has been very quick, and they're already sharp, and we're twenty, almost 24 hours away from, uh, from tip-off. And I'm confident, you know? I'm confident in these guys. Uh, for sure. So obviously it's been a long time since you guys have been out there, but it's also been a long time since you guys have played together in that atmosphere. Getting back out to practice this week didn't feel the same. You guys have all played with each other, obviously, but kind of instead of playing in leagues when you're going against each other and there's one guy on the team that's great, kind of like what has it been like sort of getting back together and all playing you know, with your friends but as one team? Yeah, um, so it's been really interesting because, like, I don't know, obviously like first couple, first two days or whatever, you play a lot of pickup. A lot of like fun with your friends and stuff, but like once you really got into the tryouts, and then this week we've had probably like four or five couple practices, and it's been like really nice to be with this group of people. And not it's not the same as playing at home, but it's like you're kind of trying to replicate that, but it's with these people, your best friends, and like it just makes it even that better, and like just makes you want to like work even harder and like play better and win against the the game that we're gonna play against Brant. 
I mean, like, our chemistry is, like, unbelievable. Like, on or off the court, like, we're always going to be boys. And it's, like, it's like so fun to just, like, play with them and compete. Yeah. I think, well, it's funny. I think Noodle mentioned we've had four or five practices. I think I think we've had, like, two or three. But, like, we've been in camp for so long. Um, but when you have these teams at Baco, you never, Grant touched on it, you never have to worry about guys getting along. Like, the chemistry is always there, especially when they get older. Because um, they know each other's games so well, but also another thing at Baker, you never have to worry about the effort level. Like I, I don't ever have to coach effort, and because I know when the ball goes up tomorrow night, these guys are going to play with Baco Pride. They're going to play together, and you know, obviously, we want to end up with more points than the other team. But um, you know, just that part of it, like being excited and being together and trying your best and doing all those things that sometimes is the hardest part of a team's job with these guys, it's like the easiest part, yeah. you know, it, like if our shots go in, we're going to be great, you know, but the chemistry and the effort, that stuff is like ingrained in these guys. So it's been fun. It, it's been fun to watch the first couple of days. Yeah. And you mentioned, I mean, the size, I mean, we're, we're sitting next to two guys right now. Like you, obviously it's audio, but you know, you guys are big and I feel like the 14 to 15 year old jump, that jump, that's a real jump. Ninth grade to 10th grade kind of jump. Like, that's a big jump. And obviously, 14s hasn't happened in a couple of years. You know, that's a big jump, too. So it's going to be a physical game. So in terms of diving into a little bit more of the specifics, obviously, we've got to get the listeners caught up to speed with, with the talent level that we have in camp. And the physicality really is the first thing, at least to me, Danny, that sticks out about this team. Obviously, we have Noodle sitting right here. You know, like, it's a big team. It's a physical team. You know, we don't know what Brant's going to bring. But either way, we're, we're coming in here with a big physical type of team yeah uh noodle mentioned it you know he played you know we've both mentioned it so far you know this is basically a high school game you know that's the biggest jump when you go from yeah. entering ninth grade enter to entering 10th grade these guys have all had a year of high school under their belt i'm assuming 80 to 100 percent of the players on the court will be guys that played high school this year um whether it be freshman jv varsity whatever so it looks like high school game. If you were to like look at the game, these are high school level players. So that part of it, the physicality of it is the first big jump. And the talent in camp, I mean, you know, we're not the, a perfect team, but the size and strength, is, I don't anticipate being an issue with um, some of the guys that we're going to bring out there tomorrow. Yeah, I completely agree. I think like we can match up with anyone well. And if we play our game, we'll be just fine against anyone. And as Danny touched on earlier, like, we're going to go out there and give it our all no matter what. So, And I think if we do that, we play smart and we play hard like we will, I think we'll have enough to get the job done. I mean, we've been hyped since Danny told us that, like, Brent invited us to play. Like, we're, we've been, like, preparing for this, like, since we got here. I think it's cool. I think it's a good thing for the first week yeah. at camp. It just gets the ball rolling. Um, you know, I know these two and, you know, a half dozen other kids in their bunk are just, like, ready to roll. So... Like I said, it feels like we've been here a month, so it's like enough already of playing against each other. We're ready to play against another opponent. Yeah, and I think, Danny, you can kind of hit on this more, but I think when you're actually looking at the specific roster construction of this team, there's four players that are signed, sealed, delivered in the starting lineup, going to get the bulk of the minutes. They're going to play huge minutes tomorrow, and that's the two guys sitting next to me. That's Noodle, that's Grant Siegel, that's Levstall, who's yet to arrive in camp, but he will be here before the game tips off tomorrow at Brant and Jared Glatzer. But those are kind of the four guys that are the big players, and then kind of after that, there's a bunch of other guys who are sort of filling in on the fringes. So 
I want to start with these two. Yeah. Um, I think let's start with Grant, who's sitting to my left here. I mean, he is what we call a power guard. Um, big, strong, runs the floor, really could go to the rim. Excellent defender. You know, not afraid to take a jump shot, but he's a strong driving player. Right? You put him next to Noodle, who I like to call a cerebral center, who you know, can lead the team in every category, whether it be points, blocks, assists, rebounds. Um, he is our center, but I could see him ha handling the ball more than anybody. Yeah. Um, so those two main cogs, probably offensively, um, and then Lev Stahl, who should be getting to camp any minute now, um, will probably be our athletic lead guard. I assume he'll have the ball the most, if not Noodle. And then Jared Glatzer, who probably our top shooter, probably our second best ball handler. And I see him pulling down defensive rebounds and kind of being, um, you know, the fill in the gaps kind of guy. So that's kind of our core four. Yeah. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. So the thing is, who's going to be the fifth guy to do all the other stuff? And Avi Stahl is a great place to start. Here's a guy who, you know, is a very solid athlete and a very good, you know, guy. I know he's a big time swimmer at home. I know he's a tennis player, but he's come out the first week and he has been as effective as anybody at filling in the gaps, grabbing rebounds, setting good screens, finishing layups, making open shots. Um, I see him complementing the skill sets of the other four really, really well. For sure. Noodle, for you specifically, I feel like, you know, like seeing you on the courts, because of your size, you're like thought of as a big man. But I feel like kind of handling the ball, fading away, doing a bunch of other stuff, passing, like a little bit of the dribbling up the court even. That's kind of stuff you're sort of adding to. Yeah, well, I've really tried to work on that because I know even as I get into high school this year and, of course, the next couple of years, like I'm not always going to be the biggest. I'm not going to be able to just always use my size. So, like, working on that kind of stuff, like you mentioned, is just a way for me to keep being impactful in the game and just – there's many different aspects to basketball, defense, rebounds, passing. It's more than just putting the ball in the basket. So I like to try to really like improve my game and make sure I like focus on every aspect of the game. Yeah, for sure. And we kind of missed out on the years where Noodle was a head taller on every, yeah. than everyone. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. I mean, Noodle's one of those guys when he's on the court, I just trust whatever he's doing. Um, is he perfect? No, but nobody is. But he's like... Throw him out there. I'm watching him play. I'm comfortable. My blood pressure doesn't rise when he has the ball. Yeah. Because of all the things that he just said. And I do feel like kind of how do you approach it? Because we we really have no idea what you're going to face on the other side tomorrow. I mean, usually when you have it be year to year and you see the other camps and you have a general idea, maybe some kids come and go, but you have a general idea of who's in your basketball age group at the opposing camps. But it's been three years since you guys have seen that last year. So you really have no idea who you're going to face on the other side. So how does that kind of affect how you guys are preparing for it or practicing? Does that change anything given you really have no idea what the other team's going to look like when you step on the court tomorrow. I mean, we're not, like, going to be the biggest, fastest, strongest, like, you know, that's, like, a common thing that everyone knows, but, like, we're going to work hard, obviously, and just, like, we're so hyped for this that we're just, we have to, you know, it's like... I think that's actually made the prep, whatever little prep we've done, a little easier, because it's really just about us. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, that's what it should be. Um, we all just got to camp. Ultimately, this is to have fun. This is a cool op opportunity. And to start worrying about, I mean, we know what they're going to have. They're going to have a bunch of fundamentally sound players and a few knockdown shooters and good athletic size. And you should always be preparing for those types of things. So 
Um, doesn't even matter who they're throwing out at, at us. We're going to prepare the same way because it's about our team. Yeah, like, and we talked about Avi, obviously, as a player that can contribute. But there's a couple other guys, you know, who've been looking good so far in practice. So I guess I turn to you guys, Noodle Grant. Like, who else so far in the couple days that you've seen in practice has caught your eyes? Like, people have grown, improved, stuff like that. I mean, definitely Chase. I mean, he's always down to go hooping super down, like, all the time. I mean, his shot is, like, it's, it's pure. Like, he's definitely been working hard, and he could definitely bring, like, a lot to the game. Yeah, I'd have to agree with him. Chase definitely... He's definitely improved a lot over the off season. He's really worked hard. Uh, I think he had a great season at home this year, and it's really came to camp. He's been confident, just a lights out shooter, and just has been really competent to us in practice. And I think he'll really have a great game coming up. I agree with them. Chase brings us something that we really don't have. He's probably the most consistent shooter on the team, maybe outside of Glatzer. And that's something I think in our main guys isn't really a strength of ours. So I think that's a good way. And he's obviously one of the better ball handlers on the roster. So Chase, there's a definite, definite avenue for him to play big minutes in this game tomorrow. And I'm happy for him because like Noodle said, he has worked so hard. And like Grant said, he's, he's been a gym rat throughout. So it's cool that, you know, kind of what his skill set is is exactly what we need. So I'm excited for him to get an opportunity. Yeah, and there's a couple of other guys in the roster, too, who've, who are potentially going to see a little bit of, of minutes who've been involved, been in the mix of practice. You look at Potters, you look at Gino, a couple guys that have grown a little bit, and they've, they've been solid players, too. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Potters, who you know I trust. He can play a little bit everywhere. Uh, Gino got a lot bigger and more confident Bob. and a lot better. And another one who I think maybe has made the biggest leap is Zaire. Zaire... Honestly, walking to tryouts wasn't really on the radar, but he made it very clear <laughs> that he's one of the, you know, he, that he belongs. And, you know, he brings a little bit of everything. He's got good size. He can shoot. Um, he works hard. He listens. Um, and he's been, a he's been a huge addition to practice. For sure. And I know kind of like we touched on it before, but you want to obviously get the season started off right. I know I have a lot of memories myself of when we won in 2018. There was a brand like night game that we won. I have like a clear memory of the guys coming back to the bunk after the game and you get back at like maybe it's like around nine o'clock. Like you're starting the transition to the porch night and you get back and you're like, everyone's like telling stories about the game and you hear four versions of how the last five minutes unfolded. But like whatever it is, you won the game. And that was kind of like when we won that 2018 night game at Brant that was sort of in like that was early in the post Ginzy game era where the we always we've talked about long time podcast listeners the regulars will know that we've long discussed like this era of Baco basketball officially starting with the 2017 Brant like night game in the Superdome where Ginzy hit the half court shot and Baco beat Brant by 20 points but like kind of right after that was the end of 2017 the beginning of 2018 there was that Brant like night game that Baco took home and that's I mean it's a great feeling to walk back into camp and everyone waiting on the results and what happened and people are kind of you know oh what are they doing now when are they going to be back and then you come back and you deliver the good news that's that's a great part of the a road night games I yeah. mean like we win like us as the players like it counts as all of us as a bunk like we're all together and like it's just hype like there's no sleep going on that night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I like also obviously this is a night game so it's not a tournament or anything so we won't like run down the hill or like anything like that but it'll definitely be an, a really cool moment like we won the 12th basketball tournament which was at camp which 
obviously is a great moment in itself, but to come back after a huge game like that, it won't, as great alluded to, it won't only be like amazing for just us who won, but for the whole bunk in general, it'll just be a and camp, really, it'll just be a great success and celebration. Yeah, I feel like the two different versions of celebrating tournament wins where yeah. you have the home wins where everyone mobs it, and that's kind of cool. But there's something about when you're riding back on the bus knowing that you yeah. won and everyone is waiting at camp, like, excited to hear the news that you won. But, like, you don't have a way to tell them that you won, yeah. but you know you're about to tell them that you won. That's, it's, like, that's a crazy feeling. It's because, like, like, the mysteriousness. Like, yeah. they all, like, want to know, and we know that we won, and then they're going to find yeah. out. Yeah, like, I remember sitting feeling. on the bus ride home from 16's basketball, the year we won in 2019, the second year in a row, and you're sitting on that bus, like, you're driving back the 45-minute drive or whatever it is back to camp, and you know everyone at camp is just, like, sitting there thinking about whether or not you won, yeah. and you know you won, and, like, they're about to find out, and it's going to be a celebration. That's, like, a unique part of the road games that it's cool to have it back this summer. We've missed yeah. it for the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I, once again, I, for me, obviously, the winning is good, and it's the preferable result. But I think just the difference between, like Jordan said, with the – being at home in 12s and being on the road. What I'm looking forward to the most tomorrow is like our little band of bagel yeah. boys in the midst of somewhere else. And that's where like you really see it. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to most like that moment early where the crowd's cheering for them and our guys are like locked in on the same page. I'm not going to say in enemy territory, but just on the road and kind of just like, Loving the moment by locking in and playing hard and doing it together. And that's and that's really what it's all about. Like, yeah. for me, that was always more cool than playing in front of the hill. I mean, they're both equally awesome, but it's there's something a little bit more special. And anyone who's played sports at a high level, a road win or a road game is like a different kind of cool than a home win or a home game. Forget even the winning and, and losing. It's just like a different kind of togetherness that you feel. You know, I feel the the smaller group makes it a little more, a little more special. Yeah, for sure. Like especially when you're at Brent specifically, and you're on their big court, and you know the whole camp's gonna be there for it. Yeah. There's something about like Baco being there's you know 15 guys there. That's yeah. like when like the Baco pride thing, like you feel it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, like on the bus ride back, you know, your adrenaline's just off the charts. Yeah, like it's crazy to just run back to your camp and just show you like all that you've accomplished and everything. Yeah, uh, I also think like. We know we, as a bunk, as a team, like we know in tomorrow's game, like there's going to be a run for them and then the crowd's going to be loud. And we know that we have to just like stay calm and just weather the storm basically. And just if we want to win, that's what we're going to have to do. And the funny part is this hasn't been talked about like in any huddle. No. These guys just yeah. know it because it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, once again, it, it's just a game, but these guys, they, they lo I just love that they're so in it like that. And they, they already know what's going to happen and how they're going to deal with it. And yeah. it's good leadership from these guys, and it's just like, I mean, these guys are basketball players. It's a basketball game, and they've played high school ball, and they like know what to expect, and they've watched these intercamps, and they've talked to their older brothers, and they... You know, and I'm the, really looking forward to getting and, back. And the night game's too cool, too, because, like, you have all day. It's not like you go on the bus. Like, you're going to be at Levine Ball second period, and, like, the back of your mind's just going to be thinking yeah. about when it's yeah. 4.30. And, like, and also, you don't have to stress about something going wrong. You know? Yeah. Like, one of the – obviously, this is our rival. Yeah. We want to play them. They want to play us. And 
for it to get picked off by a bad performance against somebody else or some unforeseen yeah. s- circumstance. And it kind of takes a little bit of the air out of, out of the sale. But this is like, this is really what we yeah. all want anyway. There's no B teams. Yeah, yeah. This, is... yeah this is what we all want anyway. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to th- this for them. But also just that we're back at this yeah. after three years, you know, two summers of none of it. And it's the right group to kick it all off tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, for sure. It's going to be great. Obviously, the pod, we're back the first one of this summer, but we're going to have many more throughout the summer. We're going to keep them coming, fire, firing them up. We'll keep you updated on what happens tomorrow night in this game at Brant Lake and everything that comes on down the summer. We're getting into leagues, the senior leagues, mock draft. It will be happening here coming up soon, pretty soon, next week or so as leagues get kicked off around camp. First episode of the summer, guys. Thank you very much for joining. Got off to a good start. Yeah, thanks, for Maddie. Thanks for having us. All right, and thank you guys for listening to the Live from Lake Balfour podcast. As I said, we'll be back soon, so stay tuned for updates and more. For now, I'm Maddie Washburn signing off. We will see you next time on the Live from Lake Balfour podcast.